Hi, and welcome back to this week's episode of HFC. Um, I don't think this one will be a long one because there's a storm going on, but hopefully it'll still be just as meaningful um, and speak to not only just me, but not only just you, but also myself. So this week's verse comes from Matthew 11. It's Matthew 11, verse 28 through 30. It says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is one of those verses that I always kind of feel like is very, not going to say literal, um, because your burden could be anything, literally anything. It could be a situation. It could be just maybe a lot of guilt that you're holding or shame or insecurity or worry or fear. It could be any of those things. But it's just one of those things so straightforward that I wonder if sometimes we overlook it or if we're just kind of like, yeah, okay, God, thanks for the info, for the reminder. And we kind of brush past it. And that's not something that we should do with the word of God. I know personally, a lot of times I'm the kind of mindset that I tend to hold on to things and hold on to things and hold on to things and hold on to things. And they get so bad and so bad, and so bad, until all of a sudden everything's just kind of falling apart slash exploding. I've never been someone like, oh, hmm, let's make a calm decision. I I hold all my stress um, until I kind of fall apart. And, and I guess that's what I'm saying not to do when I read this first. When I read this first, I think it's like I need a reminder to let go. I need a reminder to know that it's okay to unburden myself. That it's not only okay, it's expected. He doesn't say, come to me if you like. It just says, come to me. All you who are weary and burdened, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. It's not a questionable thing. It's a stated thing. It's not asking, it's stating. It's saying you will find rest. It's not saying you could find rest. It's not saying you may find rest. It's saying you will find rest. That his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And sometimes I feel like for some reason we hold on to all this stress and all this worry. And I'm not entirely sure why, and I can't speak for yourself. But I think for me, it's like, and it comes back to wanting to feel like I'm in control. And instead of bettering myself because I'm quote unquote in control, I'm literally making myself fall apart. I'm making myself struggle to fall asleep. I'm making myself dip into things that are distractions to distract myself from how tired and stressed and frustrated I am. And it becomes that instead of actually resolving any problems or any issues, I'm just distracting myself because I'd like to believe that I'm in control. And in so doing, I'm relinquishing all control and just kind of going with whatever is going on because I'd rather do anything than admit that I have no idea what's going on in this moment. But <sighs> I like this verse as a reminder that we shouldn't think that way. It's kind of like a reminder that it's it's okay to not be okay. That we're expected to not be okay. That we're 
expected to give him our burden, that we're expected to allow him to love us. Um, that we can allow him to take the things that stress us out, that freak us out, the things that we think would be too much for someone to understand, too much for someone to handle, too much for someone to love us through, that he's willing to take all of that stuff. He's willing to see through all of it and see us and love us and hold us and watch over us and take care of us. I think that's one of the things that always kind of I don't know if what the word is brings me back, humbles me. I don't know. It's a thing that always keeps me like, wow, that I spent so much of my life trying to, I guess, understand how people worked and trying to get them to need me, to want me, to... I don't know, to palette myself in a way that people would find desirable, whether that meant friends, relationships, uh, jobs, schools. And, and things that I discovered was, you know, not, every, not everybody's going to like you. Not everybody's going to want you. But there's just something so powerful that is overlooked. That is the fact that, and I think we shared it the last one, that to God we're so much more than just a person, than a tool, than something to use and discard, something to better ourselves with or better himself with. Or something much more than, oh, let me be friends with him or her because they have access to this. Or, yeah, I get friendly with that person because they have a lot of money or because they can help you out a lot or they can make you feel good or get you access to all kinds of things or get you in the cool club or something like that. There's something so, I don't even know the word, there's something just so different. Maybe there are no words to describe. There's something so different about the idea of having nothing to offer and yet being loved still. That I could mess up a thousand times and he would still look at me and want me by his side. That I could be as broken as... as <sighs> the most undesirable person in the world and he would still want me. I could be the blandest person in the world and he would still want me. I could have nothing and I do have nothing to offer him. And yet he still desires to love me, to hold me, to watch over me, to take my yoke. He's not looking for anything. He's not talking to me because he needs a favor. He's not befriending me for money or... Uh, help on a test or help on something like that or not using a sweet voice because he wants something for me or talking to me in that condescending way where they're not necessarily asking you for help. They're telling you you're going to help them. He is just 
unasking in a way because he does ask things of us, but it's nothing that would hurt us. It's nothing that would make us weaker or something or, or be difficult. It's all just spend time with me. It's almost like he's just saying, Hey, <laughs> I got that one song stuck in my head. Um, I think it's by Neo. The let me love you. And I actually like it. Cause it's like, let me love you until you learn to love yourself. Let me love you until I don't really know how it goes. It's been a while to listen to it, <laughs> but now it's stuck in my head. But it's it's almost like, except you know, it's not like a temporary love. It's just like, let me love you because you obviously don't know how to be loved because this world doesn't show love as much as you know media would love to show that people are kind and people are giving and people are this and they can frame however they like people in and of themselves are not kind they're not giving they can be very selfish creatures they can be very hurtful and abusive people but it's not until we have god until we experience that, that we can become more that we can go beyond our base, beyond our nature, and experience a love that's so different than what we see in this world nowadays. And that's only become more and more prevalent as time goes on that people don't necessarily care about you. There are some people who care about you, and I'm not saying that. I'm not trying to be like extremely cynical. I'm just saying, I feel like and maybe you're like this too, or maybe I'm just really like messed up in the head. I feel like all my life, I always struggled to believe that people could love me and care about me. And I would test them and I would test them and I would test them waiting to see them fail because I knew eventually I'd find some way to make them fail. And in a similar way, I spent the majority of my life testing God over and over and over, waiting for him to give up. And that's why sometimes I tell people I have a weird relationship with God. In a way, it's like he's the first person who outstubborned me when I was trying to be as stubborn as possible. And every time I would do something, just like, are you ready? Are you done? Do you realize that I'm not leaving? Are you ready? to be at peace, to be happy. And at a very young age through school and and whatever, just learned that through the world that people only wanted you nearby if they could get something from you. And so I spent most of my life convinced that even God was like that, that he just wanted something from me. He wanted me to do something. That's the only reason you want me because you have this great plan for me. That's why, because you need me to do something. That's the only reason you want me. If if you didn't have this plan for me, then you wouldn't want me. Like if you didn't need me for that, you wouldn't want me here. And I don't know. It took a lot of time, but to, for me to realize that, that he doesn't need you for a plan. He doesn't want you just for a plan. He just wants you. 
He doesn't want you because you have something. He doesn't want you because you're perfect. He doesn't want you because you're ideal. He just wants you. It's just a beautiful verse. Anyway, as always, ending in prayer. Dear God, thank you for your love. A love that is almost impossible to comprehend. A love that surpasses all of their love and surpasses even the greatest understandings. Thank you for loving us and watching over us and caring for us. Thank you for being different. Thank you for being there to guide us and and take our burden. Lord, I pray that you just forgive us of our sins. Lead us not into, into temptation. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of HFC. Um, I honestly hope you enjoyed it. Sorry if it seemed kind of like a downer. I don't know if it sounded like a downer. I just, I don't know. I love this verse. I hope you do too. And I hope you realize what it means for you. That he is there for you. Whether or not you want him or need him or feel like or realize you need him, he's there for you. Anyway, have a God-blessed week. Thanks for listening. Bye.